In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Exodus chapter 32, verses 1 through 6, where I'll ask the question, why did Israel want the golden calf? Exodus 32, verses 1 through 6 says, When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people gathered themselves together to Aaron and said to him, Up, make us gods who shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. So Aaron said to them, Take off the rings of gold that are in the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people took off rings of gold that were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he received the gold from their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool and made a golden calf. And they said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. And when Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it. And Aaron made proclamation and said, Tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. And they rose up early the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. The golden calf occurrence is one that always seems so crazy to me. The people of Israel were just brought out of Egypt, and there was a fire of cloud leading them during the day and a pillar of fire by night. They were being shown precisely what God was able to do. They had seen all of the plagues, and yet, after just a short period of time, while Moses is up on the mountain talking to God, they say, oh, we don't know what's going on with Moses. Aaron, we want you to build us something different that we can worship so that way we can have this God before us and then maybe we can get out of here. So quick, the people of Israel wanted to abandon the Lord who had brought them up out of slavery and worship something else. Well, here are three thoughts from Exodus chapter 32, verses 1 through 6, where I'll try and answer the question, why did Israel want the golden calf? Thought number one, impatience. The people of Israel were impatient. They were impatient and they didn't know where Moses was. And he was up there on the mountain and he had been there for a long time, 40 days, 40 nights, which oftentimes in the Bible just illustrates an unknown period of time. So he's up there for a while. We don't know precisely how long. And when is he coming back? And when he comes back, what's he going to tell us? What are we going to do? They don't know if he's ever coming back. So what do the people do? They gather together and they go before Aaron and they say, Aaron, you need to make us something to worship. We need some kind of symbol to go before us as we travel away from here. I think what's going on is that these people are impatient. They're sick of standing by at Mount Sinai waiting for instructions. They're ready to go. Thought number two, self-rule. The people of Israel go before Aaron and they say, we want you to make us gods. And I don't really know if I can get into the mindset of these folks very well, because I live in a very modern age. I live in a very materialistic sort of age where we tend to deny anything of spiritual consequence. And because I'm influenced by my culture in this way, I don't know if the people of Israel really believe that the God that Aaron is being commissioned to make is going to actually be any God of consequence or if it's just going to be a figurehead that they set before them. What I think might be going on here is that the people of Israel are saying, Aaron, make some gods to go before us, but we're really going to be telling you what to do. Because after all, aren't they telling him to make the gods? 
I think what's going on here is that they're trying to initiate some form of self-rule as they're moving forward. Let's face it, who wants to be in charge? Well, all of us. We all want to be in charge. We all want to be making the decisions. We don't want people making decisions for us most of the time. And when they reject the Lord as their ruler, when they reject the Lord as their king, as the one who has authority over them, what they're essentially saying is, thanks for getting us out of Egypt, but now we can handle this ourselves. Thought number three, inherent idolatry. Idolatry is something that is just inherent in the nature of man. We were created to worship, and we will worship something. But we like to worship things that are tangible. We like to worship things that we can see, things we can touch, things we can manipulate. That's what we like to worship. It's been said that the human heart is a factory of idols, meaning that if left to our own devices, we will seek out something to worship, something that we believe is beyond us, but that we can still sort of manipulate and control and handle. But the God of Israel isn't anything like that. The God of Israel has demonstrated himself to be uncontrollable, that he is not going to be pushed around by his creation, that he's no respecter of persons, that he will do precisely as he means to do. And a lot of people can't accept worshiping a God like that. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Exodus chapters 29 through 32. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.